Man Helms here on the 11th episode of the Original Geek Show. Thanks for tuning in, and this is the second episode this week. Um, we had a had a lot of news uh, for the 10th episode, and just decided to do a second episode. But I mean, if you're a, a new listener, uh, sometimes I just do two episodes anyway a week because just so much stuff happens. But I, I specifically planned out um, this uh, second episode this week. Uh, also because the Game Awards were last night, and I wanted to get some of that stuff in too, and I didn't want to wait until Monday. I wanted that to be fresh, so in my mind, and so that that's what we're going to get into this week, um, and so every uh, episode of the original Geek Show, I do what's called a first impression, and on the first impression, I don't watch a trailer, don't really look in reviews, or, you know, I watch, read, or listen to something with no prior knowledge, basically, and uh, just uh, just go in as blind as possible to what I'm doing and give a first impression. And so this week is like that as well. This week's first impression is a Spotify exclusive audio drama called Halo Infinite Memory Agent. It's a Halo week, by the way. Halo Infinite drop on the uh, on Wednesday on the December the eighth. Today is Friday, December the tenth. Just in case you wanted to know uh, what that what the dates were, uh, but yes. Yeah, so they also dropped uh, on Spotify an exclusive audio drama. Um, it's called as I said, Halo Infinite Memory Agent. Uh, I am starting to listen to audio dramas now. Um, this would be the third one I think I've talked about. Fourth one, fourth one I've talked about so far. Um, because I've done Dark Woods and the Batman the Audio Adventures and uh, Sandman. And so uh, now I'm uh, doing this one, Halo. Um, this, uh, and usually, uh, by the way, if you're a new listener, then uh, oh, I give the first impression. And then at the end of the episode, I talk about the first impression. Like I make you wait the whole episode. Well, this week, um, I am going to go ahead and do the first impression. First, at the first. I know, there's loyal listeners out there that are like, what, what are you doing? First impression, right off first? We're getting the first impression first. First, the first off first impression. Uh, the reason being is because it's Halo Infinite-wise, and then we're going to roll right into the, um, into the Halo Infinite bots on the game. So, uh, yeah, we're just going to, just going to do that. We're going to ride that, uh, ride a segue, run into the, uh, like Paul Blart, right into the next thing. Um, but, yeah, so um, Halo Infinite Memory Agent, it's like six episodes. Uh, they're really short. They're like eight to ten minutes, um, each one of them. And uh, I've only listened to the first one. Um, that's all really I've had time for. We had a funeral for my grandmother yesterday, and then um, just, you know, life. So, I mean, it's a little crazy. And I got family down from different states. And so, uh, doing the best we can. So this is the uh, first impression, uh, only first impression I have. Uh, it's only, well, the first episode was eight minutes. Um, so basically, it sets up a story, and uh, this uh, lieutenant, this lady, uh, gets awoken uh, from cryo sleep. She doesn't know where she is, um, really. She doesn't know what, she can't really remember uh, how she got there. Um, the, this guy that she talks to, you know, is, uh, he, he, she's over him, and... She said, you know, she acts like she doesn't know who he is, but apparently he, he met her like six months ago, but she doesn't remember coming six months. Anyway, and then so she has to go watch this video, and this guy's kept being kind of weird anyway, and so she has a mission she's supposed to be doing. Anyways, um, so she goes and listens to this video, and um, the video is uh, her telling her, it's her telling herself that she had an accident and that she has no, uh, she can't retain memory anymore 
Um, she can't make new memories. Her memory only lasts for seven, a little, about seven hours, eight hours if she focuses really hard. So about seven to eight hours is as long as the memory she got is before her. She has a total wipe down of uh, uh, stuff that's been happening um, since the accident. So uh, it's kind of like, you know, 50 first dates or something. So um, waking up the same day, you know, basically that. Um, so every seven, eight hours, her, um, her memory resets. Uh, but apparently she's like this agent that delivers information to people. Um, and apparently she's really good at it, even though she only can retain memory for seven, eight hours, which is strange to me, but I guess she just leaves these audio logs for herself. I don't, I don't know. Um, anyways, so she is tasked with this mission of delivering this, uh, certain thing to Master Chief. So if you're a Halo fan, you know who Master Chief is. Anyway, he's pretty much, you know, like the big hero, in case you don't know what Halo is. He's the big hero of the, uh, of the good guys. So it's like trying to deliver, um, if you had to... If you're just some guy and then, or some girl and then you were told that you had to go deliver this thing to Superman or something like that. I don't know. Um, I'm just trying to figure out different analogies to Master Chief. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, but yeah, so that, and that's pretty much uh, how n near the end, that's pretty much eight, eight minutes. I mean, I told you a lot of stuff just for, and it's, I mean, it's eight minutes. So it wasn't like it, you get a lot more than that. Um, and so it's, it's really interesting. Um, I guess it's going to add some more. It looks like at the end of the episode, some stuff is going to happen to the next episode. It'll be more, I guess, action packed for an audio drama. Audio dramas in general are kind of interesting to me now. Um, kind of hooked, trying to get hooked on these. Um, cause it's weird. Cause they're just, but they've been so well done. Um, oh, I just remember that I did a Stranger Things one as well. Um, my memory. Apparently, my memory's messed up as well. Um, but this was a really cool, especially a little cool thing. Um, it's a little tidbit of uh, content there to get you some story of, guess, what's of, it will tie in the Halo Infinite. It is called Halo Infinite Memory Agent. So, I mean, I'm not for sure if we'll end up seeing this girl, this girl in Halo Infinite. I don't know. Um, but, or, or at least know what was given to Master Chief, and then we see that play out in the game. Um, I don't know, but we shall see what happens there. Um, but I really enjoyed this, uh, little thing on Spotify, this little audio drama. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at about a seven and a half, eight on it on a scale of 10, uh, just of right now, just cause I mean, it's, uh, it's really good. It's really well done. Um, I'm just not for, it's going to have to get really more exciting, um, for me to be really, you know, want to rank it up higher. Um, but I think that uh, with the way the first episode ended, that it will. So I have high hopes for it. I'm going to listen to the rest of it um, pretty soon. So um, I'm, I'm going to get on that. Uh, but yeah, just to roll right into it, though, Halo Infinite is the game that dropped on Xbox Series S and X and PC and stuff uh, this Wednesday, December the 8th. Uh, the multiplayer, uh, I've talked about it a couple times on the show. It's been out, it's free to play, so you can download that if you have Xbox or PC. Um, so get on that, and you can add me. I am Original Geek Nick on the Xbox Live. That is Original is O R G N L. I took out all the vowels of Original, and then Geek is normal spelling, and then Nick, N I C K. You know, uh, so yeah, O R N or O R G N L. I can't even spell Original. You know how I spell original, geek Nick. All right, no vowels in original. I uh, move on though. Uh, so the campaign came out uh, this past Wednesday, and guys, it it is an amazing. I'm a huge Halo fan, huge huge Halo fan, um, and it's the I mean it's the whole reason that I even got this Xbox Series S that I have um, that I bought, and I have Game Pass Ultimate. And the, uh, which would, the only reason was, was to play Halo, um, because I'm such a huge fan of the franchise, and I used to be an Xbox person, but a few years ago, um, 
back, uh, it's been two, three years now almost. Um, uh, whenever the Spider-Man game and God of War came out, um, the new God, newer God of War, it's 2018 was this was this the time? Um, I switched over and got a PS4, and then I ended up getting rid of my Xbox, um, and um, because there was just so many games that I wanted to play, like Uncharted and just. Uh, other other games that are just Sony owned games that I could never play, and those those games really hooked me more than anything that I had played besides Halo. On because uh, I mean I loved Xbox, but the really only Xbox exclusive games that I, what I really liked was Halo and then Gears of War. Some um, not as huge as a fan of Gear on Gears, but um, I still like it. Uh, but Halo, huge huge fan of that. But I didn't. I figured that so Sony. So when PS Five came out, I got a, P, a PS Five. Um, cause that's just, uh, that Sony's my deal now. Um, but, uh, that's, now, I guess I have an Xbox now, so I guess I'm just a multi-console person. Um, but anyways, um, per, um, I'm only using the Xbox for Xbox exclusive games. Um, but yeah, so I play, I started playing the Halo Infinite campaign. Um, I haven't got too far in it, cause like I said, it's been a crazy couple of days. Wednesday, I mean, the game didn't come out till noon, didn't have to download it, and, um, I, kid had a spelling bee and then uh get together at my parents house and then yesterday funeral and then stuff after that you know it's been busy so i haven't played it a whole lot of i've got i'm pretty good i've played a few hours though um and once you play the first through the first two missions um then the you get onto the halo ring and if you've seen anything about halo infinite you know what i'm talking about but anyway it's uh it becomes more of an open world type the game which is much different than the previous halo games which is just basically you know um doing the same the mission you go the one mission then go to the next mission they're gonna know the next mission there's no uh, uh freedom in what you do uh this one you mean you pretty much have to do this missions in order but in between the missions you can you don't have to go do the mission right away you can explore the map and do things like um uh, fobs, uh, which were are four to operating four operating bases, uh, the banished or which used to be the covenant. Um, they you know they've gotten over these bases and you take these bases back over, and then uh, there's also things where you know there's squads um, that are being cap or that are captured or need help and you go help them and then they join you up. Um, there's high value targets that you can take out um, that are part of the banished that are higher up ranked people. You can go take those out. Then there's other things. So you can do a couple other things. Uh, anyways, and just each thing you do gives you more Valor points, which you can use to get better guns and equipment and uh, vehicles and stuff in the game. Um, I'm really just enjoying just doing all that. I've done... See, I did the first two missions because those were pretty much in, in normal type Halo and then before the game opened up. And then I've done like one mission since then. Uh, but m most of my time, I've just been going around doing all the side stuff because I'm trying to do everything that's possible in the game. Uh, but it's beautiful. It's uh, everything looks amazing. The gameplay is awesome. I really love the uh, game. Uh, the the change in the gameplay to have this open world like um, map on it and doing different things. It's really cool. It's very different. Brings a new edge to Halo and changes up the formula that they've used successfully since the beginning of Halo time and you know Halo 5 Guardians wasn't well received um and just it took Master Chief out of the role a lot and then um and you played as uh, Agent Locke or whatever his name was um and you know I think that 343 learned a lot uh, from the mistakes that they made with Halo 5 and it really shows in how much focus gets put on Chief here and um the different things that they've been able to add to it, different equipment, the grapple hook that you have, um, which is an equipment they can use, that's amazing. I've been just loving that. Just feels like a freaking uh, Master Chief feels like a superhero, like he should with that. And so, I really like that new aspect. Um, but th this campaign has been really amazing. I can't wait to finish it up. Um, but as of right now, I'm sitting at a nine and nine and a half, guys. I mean, this is near. This is the best score that I can give it because I don't give tens because that's perfection and I just don't do that. Uh, but I mean, this is it's great. It is uh, one of the best Halos I've ever played. I've and I've played them all. 
Um, and so I really have enjoyed it, and I'm loving what I'm loving what I'm seeing, man. I'm loving the gameplay, and can't wait to see more. So definitely, if you got an Xbox or or you got a PC or something, get get Halo Infinite. It's really great. Uh, you can also get the multiplayer for free, as I mentioned earlier. But um, Halo is awesome. Check it out. Uh, but let's move on, though. Let's move on um, to just let's get into some news, shall we? Some news. Um, leftover news here, uh, basically is what it is. Um, so if you played an another game that I mentioned a while ago, um, was the Spider-Man game for a PS4, um, which really made me, you know, get a PS4. Now, um, whenever it came for PS5 to come, and they had Miles Morales launch at the same time that PS5 came out, and there's, you know, you can get on PS4 or PS5. If you get the PS5 Ultimate Edition, you also get Spider-Man Game of the Year Ultimate Edition or something, I think is the proper name. Um, which is the original game, but like all, with all the DLC and stuff like that. Um, they are having new costumes come to the game, the Spider-Man, um, uh, today, actually. They just come out, and they are costumes. There's two costumes, uh, the Iron Spider and then the Doctor Strange type suit. Uh, both of those suits from Spider-Man No Way Home. So if you've seen the trailer and seen those different suits that um, Peter has on, uh, like the black one and black and gold one, uh, both of those suits from Spider-Man No Way Home are now in the Spider-Man uh, PlayStation game. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Uh, so check those out. Free content. Um, it's always cool whenever they're able to add suits. But I'm really excited for whenever the Spider-Man 2 game comes out, which I don't think it comes out till 2023, um, which is tier already. Just thinking about how long i got to wait for that game. Uh, but... Speaking of game, uh, not speaking of games, but speaking of superheroes, um, Batman is a favorite superhero of mine, um, and much of my love from Batman came from Batman the Animated Series, which came in the 90s, and uh, it was really great. Kevin Conroy's Batman, Mark Hamill's The Joker, um, tons of great talent, voice talent, amazing animation, amazing story. Uh, it was just, it was just, it's perfect, Batman. As perfect as Batman could be is Batman the Animated Series. I've spoken about the show before because they're doing like a... They're doing Batman Cape Crusader on HBO Max. Bruce Timm is who created Batman the Animated Series. And he's doing that with Matt Reeves and J.J. Abrams. And also they... I haven't mentioned this before, but Batman the Animated Series is being continued in comic book form. They have a Batman the Adventures Continue comic... Uh, they did a whole season, which was 11 issues, and now they're on season 2. I think they're like issue 4, 5, around that number. I don't really know. I don't read them. Uh, I'm just going to wait till they're all done and then read them. Um, but now they're doing a Batman the Animated Series audio drama. Audio, we're back to audio dramas here. Uh, we've, we've come full circle already in the show. Um, they're doing a Batman the Animated Series audio drama. Um, and already Kevin Conroy, uh, is going to, is already signed on for Batman. Um, I can't remember who else they said. There was someone else. It wasn't Mark Hamill's Joker, uh, but someone else, um, is already, but they're trying to get the, all the voice cast back. And so that will be cool for that to happen. Um, so, um, but yeah, look, be on the lookout for that whenever I get more details about that. Um, then we'll be able to talk about that, you know, and s see what happens. And then, of course, that'll, uh, if I, that will be a first impression, too, I guess, even though I know a little bit about Matt, about Matt, Batman. And there, I mean, there'll be an tr audio trailer. I won't listen to it. So I'm pretty much going to try to, keep, you know, go into it as blind as possible, which maybe it doesn't really count as a first. I don't know if it would count as a first impression or just a review at that point because I know so much about uh, but we will see. But, uh, speaking of other things that they're doing in universes, uh, The Boys, which is a hit show on Amazon, which season three trailers should be dropping soon, I would think, because they've been, te they've been doing those seven, uh, on seven things, VOT network things every month on the seventh, uh, talking about the seven from The Boys, and, uh, so we will, uh, we will see when that trailer drops. But they are doing a... They just announced it. Carl Urban just announced it. They are doing Boys Diabolical. 
Uh, Boys Diabolical is a animated anthology series set in the Boys universe. Um, they haven't really given much, um, uh, you know, uh, details on what it is. But um, I do know that the people, will, the, everybody that's in the boys is going to be involved. So and the voices will match up to characters and stuff like that. So I think it's just basically a way, because the boys universe is so rich in stuff um, that they can pull from, um, then they just want to expand it and do other things. So that would be cool. Um, but yeah, we'll get into that. Um, a trailer dropped um, before the last episode that I did, but I didn't wait to talk about it, and I'm probably going to talk about this more um, whenever uh, the in episode near the end of the year, after when we talk about Spider-Man No Way Home, and Kyle comes on here because he wants to talk about this, but I'm going to go ahead and briefly talk about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse teaser trailer part, uh, part one. Across the Spider-Verse part one teaser trailer um, came out, which uh, or basically Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2 trailer, if that's what you want to call it. Um, the Into the Spider-Verse 2 trailer dropped, um, and so we get to see Miles, and he's listening to that same uh, Sunflower song uh, in his bed all these years later. Um, and then there's a portal above him, and then there's Gwen, and then they then she comes in there, and they're talking, and blah, blah. And um, then you see a bunch of... Then it goes on... Um, to, uh, well, so she's, like, you know, wanting him to go with her, or with her and something. I can't remember what the conversation was about, um, but I do know that, um, he's grounded, and then she asks if Spider-Man's grounded, and then, uh, then it showed a bunch of really quick clips of, uh, Miles going through all these universes, and, uh, shout out, I think I saw Spider-Man India in that, someone check me on that. Uh, but anyway, so then, like, he's, like, looks like he's fighting Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099. Uh, looks like they're fighting and stuff. I don't know what's going on. I guess we'll have to see what's, what happens. I think Miguel is blaming uh, Miles for something, um, but we will see how that goes. Um, uh, is Miguel O'Hara going to be a villain or somehow get turned into a villain, basically, um, for a bit? And, you know, probably steered wrong by some other villain. And then he'll come and help them eventually. Um, but I don't know what kind of Spider-Man we're going to see in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2. Which now, at the end of the trailer, we find out is officially called Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Which means that there is a Part 2. They didn't specifically say that. But that I saw specifically. I said specifically, didn't I? Um, anyway, so specifically, um, there's going to be a part two, even though they didn't say that. So you're going to get some more Spider-Man. That's all that you need to know. More Spider-Man in your life, man. Thank you. So, um, and, and now I will forever be saying Spider-Man, um, for the rest of the episode. And then you're going to be like, stop saying that. And I'll be like, you know what? I can't. I'm now stuck on Spider-Man. Uh, so you should say it. Um, you'll be fine. It's fine. Someone already told me that they enjoyed it, so it was John, everybody, John Biggs, in case you want to know, he's cool. Anyways, uh, moving on, uh, so, well, this got, this got announced before the Game Awards was Matrix Awakens Unreal Engine 5 experience, and I'm going to use that to dive into the Game Awards stuff. Um, so Matrix Awakens Unreal Engine 5 experience got pretty much announced where you could preload it. Nobody knew what it was. Um, but um, Keanu Reeves and what, what, the other Carrie Ann Moss, um, who's uh, Neo and Trinity from The Matrix, um, they were involved. And it was supposed to be some type of experience that shows off Unreal Engine 5, uh, Matrix, and you can, Matrix Awakens is what it's called. Um, and then at the Game Awards, they talked more about it, and then they actually announced that it was now able to, you were able to do it. Um, so I actually did that um, today with the wife um, sitting there watching me. And so basically what it is, is it's a basically an experience um, of the Unreal Engine 5 is what video games are going to be start using now, um, the new Unreal Engine. And it's just basically like a showcase of that um, and also tied in with the Matrix. Uh, it's basically like a big marketing ploy. In a, in a sense, and they even kind of make fun of that in the in the thing. Uh, but basically what it is, is there's a lot of video, but then there's gameplay as well. 
um, gameplay video that you're seeing, and some of it there's real video, and then it switches a bunch to, like, there's real video of Keanu Reeves, and then there's video in Carrie Moss, and then it's not video, and it's from the game, and what would be the game engine, and then, I'm, and then, um, and let me tell you, just on that note, this stuff looks amazing. There was like some times that we were watching and we couldn't tell, we can barely tell the difference between what was real and what wasn't real. Um, and much like the Matrix, yeah, what is real and what isn't real? Am I right? Um, they, this was a great marketing. Somebody deserves a pat on the back and their marketing teams um, did amazing work um, because that, that just makes, it just makes sense. It, but uh, it, I really questioned what was real and wasn't real because it looks so amazing. And then... Um, you get to see this other character, um, which is oh, the player character, uh, which is a black girl. And I don't know if she's in the Matrix Resurrections movie that's coming out or not. I don't know. Because, I mean, I haven't watched that trailer or anything. Because, um, I mean, I don't, I, I think I'm just going to do it as a first impression. Um, that's neither here nor there. Um, but, so, you're, you're in the car with Neo and, um... Trinity, and then, like, there's all these agents or whatever. Anyway, Neo leaves, and then all these agents come after you, and then you get to do the shooting, this shooting thing, so you actually control the shooting. And then, the, after the big chase where you take out all the agents, then you're just, you get put as the main character, and you just get to explore the city and just walk around or switch to a drone and go through, you know, fly around. Um, and you just basically, and you can change all these effects, and you basically can do all these different things to the city and stuff like that, take photos, stuff like that, but it's just amazing, it's just, so it's just a, basically a tech demo at that point, and just walking around, uh, you can drive cars, whatever you want, um, I mean, there's no story or anything, it's just basically, like, if you're walking around, like, Grand Theft Auto, or, and then switching to a drone as well, um, like, Watch Dogs or something, um, and it's just basically, like, a tech demo, as I said, um, but it looks, Unreal Engine 5, um, looks amazing, um, the detail and the characters is just great, uh, collision, car collisions, stuff like this, uh, but really what I was most, and just the most impressed with that, like, we switched a drone, and then, like, as I said, Lacey was there with me, uh, who's my wife, in case you didn't know, um, and she's not into video games at all, um, but she was highly impressed, um, she just thought it looked, uh, gorgeous and beautiful, and thought it looked so realistic, um, and then, like, this was, like, something that she could get into, she said, you know, because of how realistic it looked, and, like, we, we, like, took a drone, the drone thingy, and went above with the New York City, and was, like, looking at it, and, like, it was kind of like somebody, like, took a picture of it, and then we were looking at a picture, but it was on, in the video game engine, it was really crazy, uh, just some of the details, um, like, you know, like, if you're playing a video game in the city and there's buildings and stuff like that, I mean, uh, the buildings you can't go in, they're just buildings, right? You know, they got lights on or they got lights off and the windows or stuff like this. Each window that um, the lights were on in these in these buildings, you can see inside the buildings, the rooms and stuff like that. So they're, like, actual room, and each one was different. So, like, I mean, each one that I saw, like, I mean, I didn't go look at them, but I went and looked at, like, a dozen at least different rooms as I was flying around. And looking in these rooms of these buildings, and they just, each one was different, it was just like being, you know, different people's office buildings, or um, businesses, or houses, or something, condominiums, I guess, um, it's just amazing, just the way that it looked, and just, it's just gorgeous, just the uh, effects, the lighting effects, um, if you can download that, um, the Matrix, Matrix Awakens Unreal Engine 5 Experience, I believe is the full name, that definitely do that because it's it's really different than me just talking about it and you hearing me speak about it and then actually seeing that in with your own eyes um even if you're not in the video i mean if you put if if you're like uh you're not in the video games but you're someone you know is um or something like that um look it up on twitch or something you know some type of or youtube or something you know someone else watch it and just to see that it's a be it's beautiful um just what they can they can they've done with technology um, but yeah, so that was part of the Game Awards was they announced that, which now I'm going to get into the Game Awards. Now, there's a lot of stuff at the Game Awards. A lot of stuff was announced, a lot of stuff was shown video, gameplays, stuff like this, um, and tons of stuff. Then, of course, there's a bunch of awards. 
I look, guys, I'm not gonna hit it all. Cause there's a there's a ton. There's like fifty announcements between announcements and gameplay and stuff like that. Tons of stuff. I ain't got the time, uh, nor do I care about everything that was announced. Uh, so I basically just took some of the t and and also I'm not going to tell you anything that uh, all the awards I didn't write all those down. Um, the best thing you can do is you can go to IGN, um, IGN.com. You can search for game awards or just look up game awards on, uh, on Google and you can see all the winners. I can tell you that It Takes Two, which is a game that I've never played, but I've heard great things about one game of the year. Um, so I can't tell you that. Um, I know that uh, other other games have won awards and stuff like that, but I mean, honest, honestly, I didn't watch the game awards for the awards, <laughs> so I watched it for the uh, reveals. Um, so first thing I want to talk about some gameplay. Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is one of my most anticipated games of uh, next year. Um, in fact, it will probably make... We're, we're going to be doing a list, me and Kyle, of most anticipated things of next year for us. This is going to hit my list, so spoiler alert for that episode. Uh, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. It's uh, made by Rocksteady, who made the Batman Arkham games, so I was already super pumped about this. And Plus, it's the Suicide Squad, which I really love, and then includes four great characters that I love. Captain Boomerang, Deadshot, King Shark, and Harley Quinn. And you get to switch between those people and Brainiac has taken over the Justice League, and so you gotta take out the Justice League, basically. Amanda Waller send you into Metropolis and uh, taking out, that's your job, is to take out the Justice League. And so we got to finally see gameplay of this. Um, it looks amazing. Uh, you're gonna be able to switch between these four uh, villains on the fly, and each one of them uh, has different uh, things, uh, combat elements, um, uh, that they can do. Uh, King Shark can run up buildings and stuff like that. Um, and then he's just King Shark. So, I mean, he can eat people. Uh, Deadshot has a jetpack and, you know, he's guns, long range, stuff like this. Um, Captain Boomerang, you know, has his boomerangs, which is kind of like Bat Batman's batarangs, but also he has apparently some speed powers in the game. So, I'm, I'm assuming that's going to happen in game. We're going to find out what's up with that because he's a Flash villain. Anyway, um,. And then uh, Harley Quinn's got like a grapple gun, like Batman, so, um, sort of. And uh, so that that's cool, and then she has her bat, stuff like that, so she's in a little melee combat involved. And so there, it was really cool. Um, you should, I definitely recommend checking that out. I'm really excited to see what that's going to be like. Um, I mean, it's made by Rocksteady, and Rocksteady's never done me wrong. So um, I know that it's going to be super amazing. Uh, also, what I think is going to be super amazing um, is all these other games that I'm going to talk about. Um, and so, let's get into those. I think uh, one of the most exciting things that got um, announced at the Game Awards was Star Wars Eclipse. Um, now, Star Wars Eclipse is a, uh, I believe it's going to be an action-adventure game, uh, made by Quantic Dream. And uh, it's the first video game uh, set in the High Republic era of video games, um, which are, are the first, the High Republic era. Um, if you don't know anything about the High Republic era, uh, there's been some comics that have come out recently, the past year or so. Um, in set in that era, it's set thousands of years before the first Star Wars movie, um, and so and when there, you know, the Jedi were uh, really prominent, and there was no Sith basically, so. It's just, you know, Jedi's basically, and I mean, there's some bad guys and stuff like that. Um, uh, so just, it's a, it's a really cool time. It's really, you know, a time of peace in a sense. Um, but the, um, of course, there's always evil around, you know, lurking and stuff like that. And this is like when the evil starts. This is basically like a long start downfall um, of everything. And so... Um, so this will be the first, uh, and they've done books as well, comics and then books as well, set in the High Republic era. So now we're getting a game, and it looks amazing. It looks so gorgeous. It looks great. I'm wondering if it was made with the Unreal Engine 5. It might be. I don't know. Um, it looks really good. Um, thank you. That would be the one thing that you should YouTube that. Go ahead and write that down if you're listening. And watch Star Wars Eclipse. Um, so, yeah. Um, a, we also saw a short teaser for a Wonder Woman game um, being revealed. Um, not much was really revealed about that. Um, it's really just really. It looks like it's going to be really. It looks really good as well. Um, of course, we didn't get to see any gameplay or video of videos from the game. 
Um, so it was just a teaser, but just based on the teaser, it looks like it will be fun. Um, then let's see, Alan Wake 2 finally got announced from Remedy Games. Um, you know, we, we just got Alan Wake remastered. Um, but this one, Alan Wake 2, is going to be the first, uh, first person, or the first survival horror game made by uh, Remedy. So it's going to be leaning into the horror a lot more than the first Alan Wake did. So I'm really excited about that. Now, the first Alan Wake game was a pretty good game. Um, so I'm really excited about Alan Wake 2. Um, let's see. Doo -doo -doo. Another game that got announced um, was co it's called Rumbleverse. Now, Rumbleverse is made by uh, Iron something uh, games and then also Epic Games. So basically, do you know what Fortnite is? I'm sure you do. You're breathing. Um, so if you're breathing, you know what Fortnite is. Um, everybody knows what Fortnite is. Uh, anyways, Fortnite, um, uh, Rumbleverse is basically Fortnite. You said take out all the guns and stuff. And instead of shooting people, it's basically wrestling. It's a battle royal wrestling game. Um, and it, it basically, you just uh, launch into the uh, game like Fortnite, and then you battle people, and there's a circle and stuff, and there's weapons that you can pick up, but it's like not weapons, it's um, different things, items to help you with your wrestling. Um, and so you just fight everybody to the win, you know, just like on Fortnite. Um, so this game got announced at the Game Awards on Thursday. They had a website pulled up um, that you could go to, sign up for on Friday, they're going to, on today, December the 10th, um, that they were having a first look at the game from 11 to uh, 8, 11 to 7 Central Time. Anyway, and you could sign up and you might be able to get invited to that. Um, guess what? I got invited to it. Uh, I signed up and got invited to play that. So I got to play, I've played a couple rounds of, I played a couple rounds of it before the show um, of Rumbleverse. It's really crazy. You can make your character and, and you, it's very more character detailed um, in their character creation than what, even just on this little beta uh, version of the game. Very detailed in the character of like what you're wearing and what you look like, the size you are, your hair, all this kinds of stuff that you can change. Uh, so that's a lot different than Fortnite. Um, but the, everything else is pretty much the same shape, but they exchange shooting with wrestling. Um, so basically what you do is, that, you know, there's a start lobby or whatever, like much other battle royals. Um, you get launched into from a cannon um, instead of like being on a, a battle bus, like on Fortnite or something like that. Or dropping from an airplane like, you know, Warzone or something like that. Um, it, as I said, you get shot about a cannon. Um, and you see, and it's a city. It's a big, giant city, Rumbleverse. Uh, I don't remember what the city is called. Um, but, so, there's a, whenever you're about to be shot at a cannon, you see this giant ring. Like a, it's like, you know, like um, on Fortnite, there's a gas or whatever, the smoke or whatever, and, or in the fog or whatever, and the storm or whatever. It's a storm. I think that's what's called a Fortnite. My kids play it a lot. I don't play it as much. Um, so, anymore. So, I can't really remember. <clears throat> but it's a storm. Um, and then, you know, like Battle Royal games, the circle shrinks. Anyways, so, FYI, in case you ever do play Rumbleverse, you should probably shoot yourself into that ring, uh, you know, uh, instead of, you know, having time to where the ring shuts down. Because the, the ring does shrink. And now the ring shrinks. But uh, something I found out is that if you don't get in the ring at the very beginning, you have 10 seconds to get inside the ring or you get eliminated. So I got eliminated my first match um, because I tried to, chose to land outside the ring. Because for one, I didn't see that ring when I first launched out of the cannon. And two, I thought once I was in the air, I was like, oh, well, I'll just run over there before the ring you know, shrinks or whatever. Um, no, you can't. So you have ten seconds to get inside the ring, which makes sense because in wrestling you should be in the ring. So I don't know why I didn't put two and two together, but yeah, neither here nor there, I guess. Hey, boy, I got through it. Whoa, big yawn. All right, thanks for riding with me on that yawn, guys. Um, but anyway, so once you get in there and you're fighting. Um, there's, as I said, there's different items, and so items are like, they have chairs, or they have things that give you, um, like something you can drink, and it gives you 10 points to your damage, or whatever, stuff like that. Um, or that you might find these books, and the books, and 
you can if you read those, um, they give you um, moves that you can add to the LB or RB buttons, um, or L1, R1 on PlayStation. I had to play it. I got invited on uh, Xbox Series S, so that's where they had me do my beta test on it, even though I put that I had all the systems. That's the one I got invited to. So it's LB and RB. And so you can only have one of those on each one of them. Um, you can only hold four items at one time. You have four pockets, basically, um, which are on the D-pad, the up D-pad, left, right, and down D-pad. Um, so you can only hold four items, and they call them pockets. Um, so um, that would make sense. So basically, you can, like, you know, hit people. You can do, like, different suplexes and stuff like that. Um, some of the, one of the books that I've got gave me a choke slam, different, you know, it's kind of zany and it's stuff. Um, so, uh, that's basically what it is. Um, I only played a few rounds. I'm not really good at it. It's going to take some time to get used to it. Um, yeah, but it, it's very different, but it, it seems really excited. So if you're exciting, if you're into wrestling or Fortnite or something like that, um, when Rumbleverse checks out, it's I'm sure it's gonna be free to play. I'm I'm I want to say it is. I I can't confirm that, but I think it is. Um, because most battle royals are anyway. Um, but anyway, check it out. Um, it's really it seems it seems like a fun time. I think it's it's gonna be really geared towards kids, uh, younger audience. But at the same time, it's it's wrestling and a battle royal, and it seems really fun. Um, let's see, moving on though, um, let's see, we, th besides, um, uh, video game trailers, there was also some movie trailers and show trailers or whatever. Um, we got a trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2, um, during the Game Awards, the movie Sonic the Hedgehog 2, not the game, because that came out in the 90s from Sega. Um, but the, the movie introduces Tails and, um, uh, Shaughnessy. Um, who does a voice and tells since 2014 in all the cartoons. Uh, Shaughnessy something. I can't remember her, his or her last name. Um, Ash, who's done the voice of tells. Uh, and Sonic Boom and the games and stuff that's come out in the past, you know, 10 years or so. It's going to be voice and tells in the movie. Um, and so you get to see Tails a lot and Sonic. And then Dr. Robotnik is coming back. So Jim Carrey is going to be in that. Um, as well, and then of course um, we finally got our first look at Knuckles, who's being voiced by Idris Elba, and he was at the very end of the trailer. He only said like one line, and then you know fight. Oh, obviously he's being uh, like in the games um, at the beginning. He you know is being manipulated by uh, Doctor Robotnik or Doctor Eggman or whoever you want to call him, and then uh, I mean I know by the end of the movie that he's going to come and become good for the third movie. When they all take down, you know, I don't know, I don't know, third movie, if they do a third movie, what, maybe Metal Sonic, I don't know uh, what they'll do with a third movie. Um, but yeah, so it was really cool. Um, Idris Elba uh, is really amazing, and he had a really cool voice, I think, for Knuckles um, once you hear it. It's just one line. So, I mean, it, you, I'm going to need more to know, um, but it looks like it's going to be a fun, uh, cool uh, thing. It was one of, the, uh, one of the video game movies that's actually good, was Sonic. Um, and speaking of Sonic, just before I switch to the last thing I'm going to, is that they also announced a Sonic Frontiers game. Um, they did, this basically a teaser trailer. It's going to be, uh, the first open world Sonic. Don't know how that's going to work out, but it'll be fun to see how it works out. Um, so we didn't get to see much of that. Um, but that's going to come for the PS5, PS4, Xbox Series S, Xbox Series X and One and Switch and all that stuff. Um, next year, um, so we'll see more of that later. Tons of more video games and stuff got announced, and but the one thing that was probably the biggest, which was one of the last trailers to get shown, uh, was the Halo series trailer. Um, it's been for you know a long time, over a decade of Halo, and we're making just basically coming full circle here in the show. Is that um, the Halo series finally got a teaser or, or trailer or teaser trailer, whatever you want to call it, of that um, got to see. Um, the Master Chief in action, beautiful, looks amazing. The whole show looks expensive as hell. Um, that's the best way that I could describe it. It looks like it's going to be good. We didn't get to see any Covenant or anything like that. Um, we just got to see, you know, like, um, there's going to be other Spartans in the show, apparently. We, you know, But just to be able to finally see Master Chief in live action 
and he looks amazing and just the world the set pieces and everything look great um, which makes me think you know last episode I talked about the Mass Effect show whether they could do that because it'd be so expensive after seeing this uh, look at Halo I think they could do a Mass, or a Mass Effect show now I'm, I'm changing my mind on that and I'm not second guessing that they could totally do a Mass Effect show oh my god because uh, this Halo show looked amazing believe the halo is it i know it's coming next year i don't remember the date exactly um but it's coming exclusive to paramount plus which means that i'm gonna need to borrow somebody's paramount plus when that comes out next year because i don't want to watch anything else on paramount plus i only want to watch halo um so whenever that comes out if you have paramount plus you know be really nice and just let me have your paramount plus so because it, it looks expensive, and it looks amazing. And it just says that it's coming out in 2022. It does not have a release date yet. Um, but really cool thing is that uh, Cortana's going to be in it, and the girl who does the voice of Cortana in the video games is going to be doing... is going to be Cortana in the show. So that's really cool. And then uh, Pablo Schreiber, um, or Paolo Schreiber, or something like that, is Master Chief. Um, but yeah, that that is my best uh, roundup of the Game Awards. Like I said, there is tons of winners and stuff and stuff that got announced and gameplay and stuff they did. And, but I mean, it's like over 50 things, and I ain't got the time, nor do I care. Um, I mean, I care. It's just that it's just... I mean, I don't want to say that I don't care. It's just, I just, it's just not my favorite stuff. This is my favorite stuff, you know? And this is the stuff that I was most excited for. But definitely check out... Man, especially check out that Star Wars Eclipse trailer. It was really good. Um, but... Uh, anyways, what I said on the last episode is that... Um, besides Halo, that I was going to briefly talk about... Um, some other um, stuff that... Um, some comics. <laughs> That's what I was going to talk about. Uh, so the Batman creative... New creative team was on Batman 118 with Joshua Williamson. It's the writer... Um, and that, you know, Batman's leaving Gotham has to do with, um, he's going to get involved with Batman Incorporated, who apparently is wanted for murder. Um, and, uh, so that's going to be really interesting. It was really great book. Um, really good stuff on that. So check out the Batman, in, uh, 118. Um, it's a great jumping on point for new readers because it starts a new arc, new creative team, a new everything. You pretty much don't have to know too much about what has happened because um, you get in context clues can give tell you what has, has happened and so they give you enough um, but the big comic release for me this week was um, Devil's Reign which is a Marvel event series um, from Chip Zdarsky and Marco Cicchetto this is issue one of six um, this is spinning out of uh, Zdarsky's uh, Daredevil run um, where Kingpin is the mayor um, and so Daredevil just got out of prison when he was in prison because um, he murdered somebody on accident. Um, when he was in prison, Elektra took over as Daredevil. Um, and as I said, Wilson Fisk, the kingpin, is mayor of New York. Um, so uh, now I'm going to get into the book, and I'm just going to talk more about the book here. Um, and uh, so I'm, uh, there's the spoilers ahead. So just to let you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep it brief on it, um, but we're gonna be talking about Devil's Reign number one. So if you don't want to be spoiled on Devil's Reign, then I will see you next episode because uh, there's nothing else after this. Um, but you know me saying bye. Um, but Devil's Reign number one. Um, th at the beginning we could see these two people, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Strom Stroman Stromwin. So, I don't really know who these characters are, because, um, I mean, I haven't read Daredevil until Zdarsky's run, and I haven't read all of it. I missed out on some of the issues, because something happened in one of the earlier issues that made me not want to read for a bit. Um, but that was my own hang-up on something um, uh, about infidelity and stuff. Um, but I ends up having a storyline thing. But anyway, I didn't get over it for a bit. Um, anyways, moving on. So, uh, in the Daredevil, in Daredevil number 36, um, we found out that, uh, at one time that everybody knew, the entire world knew that Matt Murdock was Daredevil. Um, and Zebediah Kilgrave, who's known as the Purple Man, if you watch the Jessica, uh, watch Jessica Jones, then you know who the Purple Man is. He made every uh, his kids made everybody forget that Daredevil was Matt Murdock, 
And apparently, if you knew it, you just forgot it. Um, and if you had it written down or something, or some type of evidence that you had, those documents would be blank, or you would see something else. Um, and then in the 36, we found out that um, Wilson Fisk had this file document of Daredevil's identity, and all the pages in it were blank. So anyway, um, so he, at the beginning is, there's a huge argument between Daredevil, Daredevil and Wilson Fisk, Mayor Fisk, about this file, and he wants to know who Daredevil is because he said that he should know, and they argue about it. Anyway, so then Wilson Fisk, about a week later, who just married, uh, married, Mary, Typhoid, Typhoid Mary, um, and so they're married now, and anyways, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so Typhoid Mary, um, they got, she got married, Wilson and Typhoid married. Uh, anyway, so he says that all these, um, superheroes cause all this damage and stuff like that. And that they're really, they go, you know, Daredevil, you know, got out of prison, stuff like that, for, even though he killed someone. Um, Spider-Man apparently, you know, they, King and Black just ended. And so, you know, everybody's against symbionts right now. And, uh, Kingpin said that he learned that Spider-Man originally infected, came with, to the planet with, um... One of the symbiotes. Um, he said that, uh, and then before that, they had the uh, War of the Realms, where there was all these trolls and uh, stuff, and um, different beasts from throughout the realms that were in Earth. Um, and apparently, and so then he says that that all happened because we welcomed Thor into our home. Um, and then you know, then all the tragedies and stuff that happened. It says that um, it says that you should. They always say that you should follow the money. But instead, here, this is in the tragedy, so follow the destruction. So he says that because him and lawmakers make a something called the Powers Act, which basically means that anyone that's an unsanctioned superhero, that uns, they basically outlaw unsanctioned superhero activity for anyone, um, which they had just did that for anyone under 21. But basically in New York, now Wilson Fisk makes anyone, if you have any type of powers or anything like that, then you are... Um, it's, it's, you know, you're a threat, basically. And so that, um, and he says that superheroes are no longer better, they're, they're not better than the people. Um, so, and that there will be exceptions to the law, basically, we find out in what are the Thunderbolts, which is what Wilson Fisk has used Thunderbolts before, which is superhero, super villains that are, quotation marks, reformed. It's kind of like Suicide Squad, in a way, but there's no bombs in them, and they're not... Um, you know, anyways, they're just working for Fisk. Um, so anyway, uh, it goes on, and you see, uh, Moon Knight, um, get taken out, um, by, or fighting with, like, Rhino and, um, John Walker, Electro, and then one of the, some symbiote, I don't know, purple symbiote. And then you see, um, Spider-Man and Captain America saving people, Spider-Man Miles Morales, um, saving people from a fire, and then these police-type officers, these officers that are work for Fisk, which look like they have uh, Judge Dredd helmets on, but they're yellow, and they're trying to take in, they got, like, uh, Miles in hand, these handcuffs, and they're about to take his mask off, and then Captain America throws his shield, and then Spider-Man Ben Riley shows up, and then Daredevil and Elektra... And so they all escape. They get Miles, and then they escape. Um, and then they're just talking about, um, you know, what's going on. What Wilson Fisk has done. Daredevil tries to make it seem like it's his fault, that because he, when he, if he could, would just tell Wilson's uh, identity, then everything would be fine. And that the, but then Captain America is like, no. I mean, if you do that, then he's just gonna want more. I mean, because that's just who Wilson Fisk is. And that he's just going to want more life. And that um, he's never going to be happy. And that they knew that when Wilson Fisk came into power that something was going to like this is going to happen. Um, then you see the Fantastic Four. And then Otto Octavius shows up. And he's working for Fisk. And so he takes over their lab. And then um, you see the Thing and Johnny um, get tipped off. And they leave with the kids and escape. And then you see Luke Cage and Jessica Jones are walking with their daughter. Um, 
and uh, they're just walking around, and, and they, you know, they don't have like costumes and stuff like that. Um, but then something happened, so they're just walking around the town, and then you see, um, so you see this destruction or whatever, and then he goes, Luke goes to go stop it, and then you see that it's the destruction was caused because a Dark Hawk fighting against Shocker, but Shocker ends up taking down Dark Hawk. Um, and then, like, he tells, you know, Luke Cage, you know, just that he needs to, um, just put these cuffs on before he puts the cuffs on himself. And so then ends up Luke Cage and Jessica Jones end up fighting and taking out Shocker. Big surprise, Shocker gets taken out. Um, and so then Luke is being filmed, um, with people, by people with their cameras and stuff, phones. And so then he goes to, like, this big speech about how Wilson Fisk is wrong and stuff like this and blah, 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 this. Um, you see, then we skip over, and Wilson Fisk goes and sees the new Kingpin Butch, who we just found out is Wilson's uh, son, illegitimate son. Um, and he, um, so um, there's, they're talking and stuff like that. And then Iron, uh, Tony shows up, Tony Stark shows up to Luke Cage and Jessica Jones' house as they're trying to leave, so that way no one comes after them, because they were you know, caught on video, and so their compromise, their identities have been compromised now. Um, then Tony's outside their house, and Tony tells them that they can't take out Wilson Fisk uh, uh, like this anymore. They, they, there's only one they can take out Wilson Fisk, and that's legally. And so um, it's election time. Um, so w Wilson Fisk is up for mayor again. Um, so then Tony says that he's going to run for mayor. So Tony Stark is going to run for mayor, which will probably, I guess, will probably end up happening. Um, I don't know. Um, but then we see um, Otto's apparently found something in the lab of Fantastic Four. Don't know what's going to happen there. And then Wilson has the Purple Man and how he's forgot this stuff. And then he ends up killing the Purple Man, I guess, and somehow taking his ability um, by killing him. I don't know. And then we see the Strowmans here, and then we see... a. A thing, a poster saying Wilson Fisk for president. So it looks like Wilson Fisk is running for president. And so there's going to be a lot of stuff that this Devil's Reign goes into. It, like I said, it's six parts. Um, you're going to also see um, books that go with it, like Woman Without Fear, which is Electra's Daredevil, uh, Villains for Hire, which is, you know, the Thunderbolts, uh, and then uh, the Thunderbolts basically, and then a Winter Soldier. All these tie-ins, um, Otto Octavius makes his own Fantastic Four. All these different tie-ins to Devil's Reign. And, and the story's really great, really amazing. I really, this has been building up for so long, 36 issues of, you know, um, this and, and a lot of tie-ins, tie-backs to stuff that's been going on. Um, and it ties in the whole Adventures world. Um, this looks like it's going to be a really exciting event. Um, I'm really excited. Marvel. Some people are iffy on events, but I'm really excited about this. Um, and so I'm really excited about all the tie-ins too. Everything looks amazing from Devil's Reign. So I'm 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 on board. I'm on board with it. Um, if it didn't spoil too much for you, go ahead and check out Devil's Reign. Uh, I mean, I'm I will check in after Devil's Reign is all over. Um, but yeah, good stuff all around. Check out Halo. Check out all the um, trailers I missed or mentioned. Check out the stuff I missed. Too. Let me know about it if I missed something and you were upset about it. I mean, if you if I missed something for the Game Awards and you thought it was cool, uh, let me know. Uh, I mean, I, maybe I just missed something cool. Um, I know that they announced Dune Spice Wars, a strategy game based in Dune. I, I've never watched Dune, so I, I'm not really on that yet. So I'm going to eventually do it with my cat. Uh, anyways, but uh, guys, thanks so much for rolling with me this whole hour. It's been fun. Episode 11. And we'll, we'll see you next week. And take it away, Freddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. One time.
No, I don't wanna 